Welcome back to Weekend Thoughts. My name is TJ Barnett. If you haven't listened before, Weekend Thoughts are just that. It's what we've been thinking on the weekends, conversations we've been having, and how we are contemplating trends in the world. One thing I've been thinking about for the better part of two years, really, is sports gambling. And why the hell it isn't legal in Kentucky. Let's get into it. I want to start off by saying that sports betting should be legal in Kentucky, and the fact that it's not is hypocritical, embarrassing, and a flat-out joke. It's hypocritical because we allow people to gamble on horses, yet restrain them from betting on sports. Just think about that for a second. Why on earth does that make any sense? It's embarrassing because it seems to be the only thing holding sports betting back is a disagreement between the parties. Shocker. I know. Now, I don't want to put sole blame on Republicans or Democrats simply because we all know how politics come to play in these things. And if you're going to blame one side, that leaves you naive thinking the other side doesn't have their own agenda as well. However, it is important to note that Andy Bashir is in full support of sports betting. So the Democratic House has followed suit. The Family Foundation of Kentucky started lobbying against the bill, and as a result, The Republican Party blocked the vote. So the real question begs, why is the Family Foundation of Kentucky a nonprofit organization whose mission is to push Kentucky's family forward, holding us back? Here are a couple quotes from Martin Cawthron, a member of the Licensing and Occupations Committee for the Family Foundation. There is no criteria by which we can say both that expanded gambling requires a constitutional amendment and that sports wagering does not. There is no net with holes big enough to let sports wagering through, but that are small enough to keep casino gambling back. Because, and I'll say it again, sports wagering is expanded gambling. Here's another quote from Martin. There are only three forms of wagering allowed under our Constitution and the jurisprudence that has been issued interpreting it. Parimutuel horse betting, charitable gaming, and the lottery. Sports wagering doesn't qualify under any of these. Again, the hypocrisy is so laughable here, and it gives no legitimate reason as to why it should. Instead, it only tries to connect literal gambling to sports gambling. But my question still remains, how in any way is horse betting or historical horse machines disconnected from true gambling itself? Oh, and by the way, the historical horse racing machines brought in more than $2 billion on the fiscal year in 2020, bringing in $33.8 million in taxes. Yeah. Another laughable quote comes from Todd Gray, executive director of the Kentucky Baptist Convention. Europe has experienced problems with sports betting. It, an article on economics.com, says that crate leagues across England have seen an increase in game fixing since betting on the matches became legal. Sports betting has been legal for nearly three years, starting with Jersey. Jersey initially made sports betting legal in 2011, 
but it went through a battle all the way to Supreme Court until 2018 when they stopped the federal ban against sports gambling. The point is, it's been legal for three years now, with 19 states taking the plunge. If tampering was going to happen, it would have already happened. Secondly, there are punishments in place for this potential problem, so if someone did, they'd be made an example of. Finally, this is all based on an assumption, and don't we the people deserve more than just that? He goes on to say, Martin does, We passed a resolution against expanding gambling in Kentucky. We believe expanding gambling is not a way we can better love our neighbors. We believe gambling does not promote a strong and healthy work ethic, but entices people to be greedy as they will only succeed when others lose. We believe our Commonwealth is not made better or stronger by expanding gambling as it seeks to prey on citizens rather than protect and serve them. Now, to be quite frank, that sounds like a load of bullshit to me. It's a very bold statement to make considering how much Kentucky is missing out on financially. And while, of course, there are very real dangers to gambling, and I don't want to oversight that, that people need to be educated on and get help if they need it, I do still believe that those people are the outliers and most do it for fun and the thrill of watching a sporting event. Oh, and by the way, under the HB241 sports betting law, 5% of the net money that the state receives from sports wagering would go to addiction prevention and treatment. So there in that automatically discredits everything that Martin is saying about the dangers of it. And this all brings me to my final point, the financials. Let's take a look at our neighboring state, Indiana, to see just how much money they've made in tax revenue from sports betting in the last two years. Indiana brought in $9 million in the first year of legal sports betting, and as of May in year two, they've doubled it, making over $18 million in just nine months. And based on averages, they'll probably make anywhere between 20 and $23 million when year two is over for them in September. That's a projected $30 million in tax revenue of over two years just from sports gambling. Now, this is a wild guess and there's no numbers to base this off of, but I'd be willing to bet, and yes, the pun is intended there, that at least a million or maybe two of it of Indiana's tax revenue from sports gambling has come from Kentuckians who are willing to make the very short trip over to the next state to legally place their bets on their favorite sports. Other numbers to toss around from our neighboring states include in Tennessee, where sports betting launched in November, the sports betting handle totaled $312 million just in the first two months, bringing in about $5.5 million in tax revenues. Illinois, total handle topped $1.39 billion in just five full months in 2020, bringing in more than $15 million in tax revenue, according to the Gaming Board's monthly report. And West Virginia, finally, has handled $665 million in sports wagering, pumping $5 million bucks into the taxes in the state offers, according to state revenue reports. Finally, Kentucky lawmakers project that sports betting could bring in at least $20 million in tax revenue each year. To conclude this episode, or rant, rather, it's important to note that even though sports betting isn't legal here in Kentucky and 30 other states, it is happening in all of them. Whether it's Bet Online or Bovoda or some other site, people are illegally betting on sports every single day, which means states like Kentucky are missing out every single day. 
it's estimated that $2 billion is wagered illegally, illegally in Kentucky each year. Let that sink in for just a second. When there is a desperate need for aid in education, healthcare, small businesses, and so many more vital areas to our growth as a state, why on earth are they withholding these funds from them that could be retrieved as soon as sports betting became legal? On top of that, just sit down and think about where a place like Red Mile or Keeneland could be like during football and basketball season, and especially during March Madness. It would be so much fun, and not only would the state see the tax revenue from sports gambling alone, but think of how many restaurants and bars would thrive with a new culture of sports fans as a result, turning into an even more money for the state and growing our community as a whole. I didn't want to touch on it too much, but I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention my hunch. Are the traditionals in Kentucky afraid of sports betting becoming more popular than horse betting? thereby shrinking the horse industry as a whole? Who knows? Again, that's just a hunch. But my guess is that's definitely a fear for them, but an irrational one at that, in my opinion. Anyone who thinks horse racing is going away in Kentucky has clearly never been to Keeneland or the Derby. We love it way too much, and we spend a bunch of money when we go there. It comes down to this. We are being held back by a very few people who don't like change. That is not okay, and it is certainly not constitutional. The time to make sports betting legal is yesterday. Let's get this done, Kentucky.